myself away. Welcome to the teaching ministry of the man of God, Kelvin Elson Gadsen. Be ready to receive deep insight into the mysteries of Christ and be equipped in your inner mind to reign in glory in life. For great things, the anointing will bring down mountains, will raise valleys, the anointing will make the crooked straight, the anointing will break the yoke, but the glory will repel the yoke, the glory repels poverty. It repels sickness. It repels stress. Consistently, but a church goer comes to church for a different reason, a different set of reason. The church goer is not in church to see the glory of God and to worship and to thank and to praise Him, but a Christian comes to church to worship and to praise God. So sometimes I wonder when we say Hallelujah and I look at your faces, I say, Who are these people? I wonder. I wonder, I, I, I personally have a lifestyle. I said, if I won't, I won't do something, I won't do it. If I've got to do it, yeah, I'm in there. I, if God, God has not, is not putting anybody under compulsion to serve him. So if you don't want to serve God, don't serve him. Stop. Than to behave as if you are serving him to please somebody. You don't serve God to please anybody, but to please himself. Praise God. Now I'm hearing some small, small voice coming up. Hallelujah. Amen. Brother, don't, 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 don't allow these things to be repeated to you. Discipline. You know, when, when you know that by seven, there are about a hundred people here, you come to church early. 
Two of us. But seven o'clock, you see five people in church. Ask them to go and see a kufado. They'll go and wait four hours. I, I think I think the church as a whole needs healing. Needs healing. Needs healing. I attend my meetings on time. So I cannot come to God on time. I have to come to God before time. Because my natural meetings are on time. If you have to meet me at 8 a.m., I'll be there at 8 a.m. That's, I'm going to meet a human being or a child of God. Now, if the children of God are coming together to celebrate God, I cannot be there late. I cannot be there on time. I must be there before time. That's the beauty. Nobody here has a reason to be here after seven. None of us. Not even one person. But you see, we, we come here late because we disrespect God to the highest. I'm preaching. The message is life in the presence of God. We are training you. We are trying to raise you in the beauty of God's word. But after now, it hasn't sink. As the young ladies here, the first time they got their date and said, we are going to uh, Frankie's. Frankie's is no more, am I right? Or is, it, is it there? Frankie's is there. They are still selling ice cream. Ah, uh, me, I, you know, I'm not used to it. I like my cocoa. I've been quite at home. We are meeting at Frankie's. What time, baby? Ah, uh, 8 p.m. will be all right. Okay, that's cool. 7.45 He's at the door. Let's come to church at 7 o'clock. Oh, you see how many people will come in after 10. Service is at 7. You come in after 10. You need healing. You need healing. And the annoying thing is, when they are late and coming, they stop at, when they get down from the car, they begin to look for people to chat with. You don't, you don't even feel like, I am late. Oh, so let me ask a very beautiful question. How about if God is late in attending to you? The reason why God has been late in attending to most of your issues is you're always late in attending to God. It is time that you respect the things of God. Go and stand at the park and then put a, put a pastor at the park if you like. Then him count or in front of the door how many people are driving their private cars and will come here late. Even, even when you get up, you bath, you, you move your own car. You are coming in early. But when you want to change the car, you don't go on your knees. No, I need 50,000 more to change my car. God will be late. Church, it, it, we need to understand the way God functions. God is super principled. He is not principled. He is super principled. The only thing God makes God leave the things we do is, 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 is disobedience. God is super principled. 
must be discipline in the house of God. In our homes, we require this. Chairman, we require discipline in homes, right? Is that true? You want your kids to be disciplined. But when we are coming to church, we want to come haphazardly. Are we? But we are not. We are not that word. We have, we have fathers and we have mothers. Am I right? And in this house, God is our father. Am I right? So we cannot behave anyhow. Now, I, I, there's this scripture that I love so much. I, there's no year that I will preach without mentioning that scripture. Galatians 4.4. 4. He says, in the fullness of time, okay, God brought forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law. So it means that for everything, God has the fullness of time for it. Am I right? So the 8 a.m. Sunday, 7 a.m. Sunday morning is the fullness of time for you to be where? You won't respond. You cannot respond. For you to be where? For you to be where? If you are not in church, what have you done? You have failed. Then you fail and come and enter this door and ask God, God, I, I need victory in this thing. I, when the fullness of time came for Jesus to go on the cross, he didn't wait. He went on his knee and said, Father, if thou will, let this car pass me by. But God did not mind him. Because that was the time. So what did Jesus have to do? He had to go on the cross. And he did. What's the essence of him going to the cross? He went, he went there to die for me. The only man who says, I want to take your death. You can see two love birds. They love themselves. And they will sentence one to death. And the other one will just stand and cry and cry and cry. Once they shoot the other one and kill him. He will not go and add herself or himself to it for both of them to be killed. But even after death, you go and stand by the tomb and say, I love you, I love you. Let's lift a song here. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. Could you help me? You were knowledge. Help me. Could you help me? I love you, Lord. Uh -huh. If you love God, sing with him. Uh huh. I Stop. No, we love God, don't we? We love God, don't we? Uh, today nobody can talk in church. Oh. How many of us love God? Okay, if you can't talk, you raise up your hand. How many of us love God? Now, what is the command of Jesus? Uh, do what? Use my microphone. If you love me, obey my command. Say it again. What's the commandment? <laughs> Chai! So you see, we can do better in expressing our love. You dance to the wrong music. We, we can do better. There is room. Pastor Water says, there is more. There is room. We can do better. Hey, you, you see, 
When God called me, I did not know where scriptures were. If you ask me to look for uh, 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 Deuteronomy, I have to go to the, where, you know, where, where they do the indices. And, and, and check and see, okay, where do I find Deuteronomy? Before I, can you, can you imagine? But look at me today. He doesn't need my ability. He has his own ability. That's what it is. So if you are here, God does not need your ability. He wants to use his ability in you to influence the world. But until you give him the opportunity, he cannot do it. Until you give him the opportunity, he cannot do it. Psalm 122, verse 1. Until you grant God the opportunity, God cannot do it. If you were other service, everybody would have responded for me. God cannot do it. But today, because the message doesn't favor you. No, brothers, help me. Are we okay? Are we really ready to serve God? It's a pity. It's a pity. But you are the one who can change the status quo. Don't count on another person. You are the one who can change the status quo. Psalm 122, verse 1. Let's see the, the beauty of God's word. Life in God's presence. He says, I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of God. I was glad when they said unto me, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. I was glad when they said unto me, I was glad, Kevin, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house. Hallelujah, joy in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah, joy in the house. to parties with joy. We go to parties with excitement. There's going to be a dance. There's going to be food. There's going to be drink. So we go there with joy. But you've not found joy in the house of the Lord because you've not seen food. You've not seen wine. Neither have you seen a dance. But there's dance in the house of God. There is food in the house of God. He says, come unto me, all ye that test. Who, which man has ever been able to say this? Which man? Where is your joy? We don't go to places of joy with mumu face. Look at your faces. Look at your faces. I see somebody has beaten you. Yesterday I was ministering to a, a woman who was so sick, terribly ill. And the Holy Ghost said to me, ask her to smile. And I said, Mommy, smile. Just smile. 
Then one could then smile. So mommy, smile. When I said smiling, the mumu is coming better. I said, please, smile. At the third count, she smiled. And I saw correction in her veins. Corrections. And I said unto her, all your ligaments are being cleansed. And that's how she was healed. Not a proclamation of healing. A smile. A smile. If you find joy in the house of God, when it's time to go to the house of God, ascend it down. You, you are in a hurry. Why is the day not breaking? Why is the day not breaking? When, when, when you check the time and it's 12 minutes, say, ah, six hours is too long. 3 a.m., you're already in the bathroom. Your devotion normally begins at 7 a.m. But because it's a Sunday, 5 a.m., you started your devotion. 5.30, you're on your way to church. And you get to church and there's nobody. You say, hey, that is what I want. I want to be first. I've never seen any man who wants to be last. The word of God says, you shall be the head and not... Why are you forcing yourself to be the tail? Why? You shall be the head. And, and when we begin to give benedictions or when we are ministering, we are proclaiming this on you. Amen. Amen. I receive it. I have it. You have what? It's a life. It's not a saying. The word of God is a life. It's not a saying. You say it without an attitude. You say it without a character. It does not work for you. You are blessed. I receive it. And you go and bow down your head and be hitting your head to the floor and praying like a Muslim. You think God will bless you? No, you have a Muslim blessing. It's a life. The things of God must be first on our mind. It must be first. I cannot go to church today. I am too sick. Where should you carry the sickness to? To Golebu. And when you get to Golebu, you call the leaders of the church. I'm sick. I'm in Golebu. If you're not going to Golebu, don't lie in the bed while the church service goes on. There's a place of rest in God's presence. There is a place of rest. There is a place of rest. There is. You know, it is that time, that hour. There are preachers when they are preaching, the place is quiet, they can't preach over. Calvin is stubborn. God has helped me with enough stubbornness. When it's noisy, I'll preach. When it's quiet, I'll preach. When the allegations, I'll preach. Thank God for God. It's not my ability. Today, we are healing ourselves. If I come to service late, don't allow me to preach. 
It means I'm a vagabond. Why am I coming late? How would I come late? You come and meet me here. This is my job. Source first. But have you been able to put God's agenda first? Tell me, have you been able to put God's agenda first? Make, make, make up your mind that if it's Sunday from 4 a.m., I'm up, I'm, I'm, I'm doing everything to go to service. It's possible. Is it not possible? How many, how many people believe it's possible? How many people believe it's impossible? But who said, when God all things are? Uh-huh, but when it comes to church, the with God is not there. When, when we need to come to service, we take the with God and put it in the dustbin. You know you have to be in church. For sure you know. Women, hear me. Saturday evening, take your wake. Clean the wake. Eh? Position the, the things for your eyelashes and everything. Arrange them, pepper, pe, so when you stand there, pa, 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 pa. You, you don't look for your foundation on Sunday morning. Uh, you don't know foundation. There's a foundation. You don't look for it on Sunday morning. You gather everything, you arrange it. Pe, pe, pe. Pe, pe, pe. If you know you, you are being late, come to church. Go to the washroom, stand there. When you go and somebody is there, he's delaying. We can make it happen lovely, so beautifully. So beautifully. Psalm 16, verse number 11. Life in the presence of God. Psalm 16 says, You make known to me the path of what? Life. Hey, how many of us have gotten to know the path of life? How many of us? How many of us? How many of us knows the path of life? Jesus says, I am the way. Now, I need somebody to help me. There are a lot of Bible scholars in this place and people who study the word of God every day. Somebody help me. Where did you read or where did you study that Jesus was late to a ceremony or a place, an occasion or to a service? One. I need only one. As well as the scholar. Papa. Where? Which quotation? Help me. To that. So you've not seen it. You've not seen it. Daddy, you've not seen it. So, so where is the truth? School of ministry. How many school of ministry people are here? You are studying the okay, the outside. Have you seen any? So, so no. If Jesus is the way, it means we've got to do it the way Jesus did it. Am I right? Now, I found out the other way around. I found out something about Christ. He was always there before the people. 
The, the, the word of God doesn't say he followed the multitude or he saw the multitude and went to the multitude and the multitude followed him. And the multitude followed him. And I can say to you with joy that once you begin doing it right, once you begin to be first, the multitude will be following you second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth. I want to see the first person in church next week Sunday. Don't I am and not do. He says, you have shown me the path of life. Give me that scripture. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. At your right hand, there are pleasures forever more. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. At your right hand, what's the right hand of God? It signifies his power, the word of God. And we come here to hear the word, to be able to live the word. We come here for teachings that will lift our spirits. fullness of joy will be a work for us. See, don't take God's things secondary. In Nigeria, a home-use guy, like we call it in Ghana, is called Tokumbo. Don't make God Tokumbo in your life, brethren. No. Don't make God Tokumbo in your life. One of the reasons why people cannot understand me, look, let me tell you something. People do not understand me. Even the people around me, one, two, three, they are so close to me, including my wife, Pastor Emma. One, I have one, two, three. Okay, so f- uh, let me add Kelvin. One, two, three, four, five, six. None of them understands me. None of them. It's impossible to understand me. If you try to understand me, you will die before me. What's the reason behind I do not work on my physical emotions, my wisdom or knowledge. I will say something that you, you would think, I would say, ah, this man is mad, he's crazy. It must not be done that way. Because you cannot do it that way. Let me put my same hand and mentality to it and follow us do it that way. The success is big. You are still researching. We will search and search and try to... Because the thing is, when, when you come from the man's position, it's been done before. It's been seen before. It's been experienced before. Nobody understood Solomon. Neither did anybody understand Christ. Why do men understand you? Because your mind is natural. These words have pushed you right. Now, when you, when you make God first... He puts you first. So you are the first he will send that wisdom, that knowledge to. When you make him second, he, he gives you wisdom, understand that he has given to people already. Home use. These are serious matters. You know, we, we, everybody here wants to have influence. We, you know, so the church today has been pioneered for influence for you know, leadership. Most, most preachers, 
preach, preach leadership. Because that's what the world is looking for. That's what the world is looking for. Now see the beauty. Look at the difference between Obama and Trump. Obama did what people have done and done and done and done. Political association. Trump is doing what nobody understands. Trump has a divine appointment. You can nobody can overthrow Trump. Unless he fought her before God. It's a divine appointment. And look at Trump. He will make the decision and say, this is it. And whether you like it, it is it. And you will do it. And he succeeds. He has turned the American economy upside down. The knowledge of men is, is, is simple. It's, you know why Ghana, nothing has changed? Because the politicians come to repeat what the other politician did. I'm the one who said it. If they call me, I will explain. That, that's, that's it. Repetition. Get one crazy person who nobody understands. You get up one day and announce. You send, 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 send policemen to every, every ministry. Everybody who came in after eight, go home. It doesn't sound right, but what, that one action will change the nation. Hire people, 1,000 people. Put them, in, in, you are paying them for just a day, 200 or 100 Ghana CDs. Put them in, in uh, Trotro and all those things. And then put cameras on them. And let, let, let them go with the Trotro. And as the police take the bribe, the camera cover. And you have 1,000 policemen to sack in the day. Bribery ceased. But it takes a crazy mindset. Why is he crazy? He says the word of God cannot be, the things of the spirit cannot be understood by the natural man. So if natural people understand you, you have not yet found the Holy Ghost. Don't clap. No clapping. We are dealing with a serious matter. If natural people understand you, you need to be born again. Again, Jido, we cannot understand Jido. They, they must not understand you. They sit in a meeting and you walk into the meeting, you put in one comment, and everybody is like, Yeah, but in the end, that comment must be the result of what they are waiting for. That comment must answer the situation. If you go and put in a comment that destroys, then you yourself, you must be born again. It must be a fruitful comment. A fruitful one. Imagine, imagine our children go and write BEC and the government takes all the results and say, all the schools that do not perform, he sacked all the headmasters. If, if I were the president, I would sack them let them, let them do rub. Let them do, uh, what do you call it? Uh, demonstration. As they demonstrate, I will demonstrate power. That, that would have changed this whole system because every teacher has received salary. 
Why is it that the private schools, they are doing well, the public schools, they are not doing well? Because somebody is not doing what he has to do. And it has become a norm that go to the public school and fail. But there's a public school right here, Presec. They don't fail. Why? Because somebody is taking responsibility. So why is it that as a church, we come to church late with happiness? Because the leadership themselves, they are late. The oil flows from the top. There is so much, kindly take your seat, there's so much unawareness of what God wants to take us to. Until we respond to God, God cannot respond to us. We must be the first to respond to God. Wednesday service, and you are lying on your bed, what the papa who a democrat find you. Brasori, nothing payobe to fear no be the fan I bet when he said, I want to change my fan to air condition. Take the fan. In that same way that you receive the fan, one day you go home, somebody will bring a unit and say, I'm, I'm, I now want to use central air condition. Take the air condition. But you are lying in your bed. Look at that, Papa. Your analysis. We, 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 you see, we are, we are challenged to what God wants to do. There's no devil chasing you. You are the devil. Even the devil himself is tired of seeing you because the angel behind you is too strong for the devil. But you are not giving the angel nor the Holy Ghost the opportunity to change your standards. The messages we preach, they mean nothing if you cannot leave them. If the message does not become your life, it means nothing. When we're talking to the air. Why? Because faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word. The word is got to be your life. It must be your life. It must be. Turn with me to the book of Hebrews. Chapter 10. Verse number 19. To 22. How many people love the message? Are, are you sure? I know you don't like how, how many? How many of you are ready to take counsel? Now, I want to tell you something. When you take counsel of such nature, there's a rapid change. A rapid change. And it comes with a speed that you cannot understand. It comes with a speed. You cannot understand. I, I'm preaching this message for you to allow yourself, to allow God to change you. Zoe! Where is that? Is that does life means attending to God at your own time. We must attend to God at his what? Time. Hebrews 10, 19. He says, therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the holy place by the blood of Jesus. Now watch this. 
you cannot enter the presence with your motives. Your motives will not take you there. Your ability will not take you there. Your mindset will not take you there. Your solical being cannot take you there. Your spiritual being cannot take you there. First, you must be cleansed by the blood. Asamaba. Na Yesu behro me ho na miankasan so majinu nya ready. What would Jesus do? That is why repentance is required before salvation. Your mind must be renewed. There must be a renewal of mind. Hebrews 12 verse 1. And I'll come back here. Hebrews 12 verse 1. 4. Since we are surrounded by a great cloud of witness, let us also lay aside every weight. We lay them aside. Brother, he says, we lay, we lay, we lay aside every weight of sin. Lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely and let us run with endurance the rest before us. Run! Run! He did not say pace. He did not say walk like a snail. He did not say jog. He says, run! Quicker now, same boat. Because same boat is running with a natural ability. The speed of the Lord is quickened in spirit. What's he talking about? Let it be a motive by which you live. There is a race set before us. The race is to make it to heaven. And who runs a race in an attempt to be last? We run to be first. There's a race, it's set before us. And we must cling to the weight that is holy. The weight that is divine, not the weight that is earthly. Preachers will always tell you, God is never late. Do you believe that? That God is never late? Are you a son of God? Are you a son of God? Yes. And your father is not late, but you are late. Who then is your father? Who then? Yesterday, you, you named your child. And I believe you expect the child to live a good like, life like you do. Better than yours. Better than yours. That is the challenge. We want to have the best of God. A am I right? We want to have the best of God. It's somebody in the house who wants to have the best of God. Who wants to have the best of God? If you want to have the best of God, what do you do? You give God your best. I want to have the best from my wife. So what I do is I give my wife the best. If, if you get to a house right now, the best car is for my wife. The best everything, everything. I give her the best and take the rest. What's my expectation? That she will give me the best and take the rest. Simple because he says, do unto others as you want them to do unto you. 
So what do you do? You do unto God as you want God to do unto you. Even in the scope of love, he says, love your God and worship him only. Hey! Love your God and worship him only. What did you worship? For which reason you, be, you, you came to church late? I gave an example. Men worshiping the right parts of their wives at the wrong time. Some came to church late because they were eating. He does not joke with his breakfast. That's okay. So wake up early. Take the breakfast early. And be in church early. If we do not take the things of God serious, he will never take us serious. There's a difference between he cannot and he will not. He has the ability, means he can. But he will not because you are not serious with him. How many of you are, are employers? You employ people. Wave your hand. If even you employ one person, wave your hand. There are many employers here. I want to see your hand up. Don't, don't do this. Wave, wave your hand. Thank, thank you. How, what would you do if your employers are misbehaving? God is too kind. God is too kind. Because you see, I found out that as Christians, as Christians, our, our, our indiscipline is high. Very, very high. When it comes to God, we are so indisciplined. We are so indisciplined. You, if you are doing it always on time and once you are late, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Because that is not your habit. When you are late, people wonder, ah, what? But with God from today, we'll make them possible. You see, there must be a character change for God to respond with an attitude change. Is somebody hearing me? Don't say I didn't tell you because I'm bold enough to tell us the way it is. Unadulterated. That we be able to change. God wants to do something better and higher for you. But he looks at you and says he's not ready. Because I want to, God wants to give you a new face of life. That demands discipline. And you are not disciplined even before him. How can you be disciplined before me? That's the trouble, brother. That's the trouble. Do you think God is happy because you have $100,000 in your account? That's no money to God. How many bars of gold would that, would that be? That's no money to God. He wants to give you a far higher ability for you to be able to scatter the kingdom of darkness. So you see, if, if I'm seated and you come to me and you say, Papa, you know what happened? I went to work and there was a letter on my table. I've been fired. I said, what happened? So they say, I come to work late. I say, oh, it's normal. Let's look for a new job. Don't even go and ask for an apology because it's your attitude. Let's look for a new job. 
Instead of me decreeing that when you go, they should respond to what you say, I'll decree that when you file your CV, you should be employed. Because I don't want you to go and disgrace yourself again. And as you sit home for a week or two, you now change. You will change. There is, there is so much indiscipline in our system, our ligaments, and we need to wipe them away. Wipe them away. Now, now, let's talk about what Christ has given us. He's made us victorious, right? Am I right? Or he's here to make us victorious? He's made us victorious. Am I right? How many people are victorious? Now, please, let me ask this. If you stand on the 100-meter race and they say, on your marks, get set, what's the next thing? And then you have to... Now, when they say on your marks, you go, get set, pray, and you stand up and stand. Would you be victorious? God will help you overtake them as you run with them, not as you stand when they run. Not as you stand when they run. So if you do not put effort to it, you know why many Christians are poor? <laughs> they are hidden in a room. Some are at Atria Mountains now. They've been praying for, they'll pray for 40 days, they won't see what they want to see. And they'll start another 40 days. They'll do the next 40 days. They have been doing 40 days for 40 days. And they are still doing 40 days. No prayer. What did he tell the prophet in, in 1 Samuel chapter 10? He says, whatever your hands finds to do, do it. So when I employ my hands and I employ fervent prayer, there is a victory. The results shall be victorious. But if you like, after a year, go and pray. There's a lady who used to be in church, said the Holy Ghost, he has received the Holy Ghost. He's been, the Holy Ghost has been talking to her every day. And until the Holy Ghost tells her to move, she will not move. If the Holy Ghost doesn't tell her to dance, she will not dance. But the Holy Ghost has never said to her, eat, but she's been eating. I called her, I said, you don't know the spirit tormenting you. It's not the Holy Ghost, it's a familiar spirit. Tormenting her. And she thinks it's the Holy Ghost. So she's not working. She's, she's just, so what you do, you become a beggar. She's not working. Somebody's got to feed you. And this is, 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 is the second year plus. We are entering the third year. Waiting for the Holy Ghost to tell her, go to Pram Pram to work. I personally offered her a job. She didn't come to do it. Because the Holy Ghost has not said, go and work. Madness. But if a man comes right now, and I know a man who she will not wait for the way. The man say, I'm marrying you today. She said, this is my finger, wear the ring. We'll not even call the pair and say, wear the ring. When the Holy Ghost has not spoken, we, we must know the way to associate with God's spirit for victory. 
You cannot be praying and sitting at home expecting God to be pouring manna into your bedroom. Okay, then be in the room. And pray that God makes you a Virgin Mary and conceive you. At, uh, or else you die with our babies. We must put our hands to work at the right time, at the right place, with the right purpose. You must be in church at the right time with the right purpose. If you get to church at the wrong time, the word for you might have passed. I started preaching some minutes ago. Words have fallen. There is a word that is for you. There is a word that is not for you. And the word for you could have come in your absence. What do you do? You miss the, the dot. You miss the appointment. Let's go back to Hebrews 10, verse 19. And when you miss it, it takes a longer time than ever. He says, therefore, brothers, since we, are, we have confidence to enter the holy place by the blood of Jesus, verse number 20, by a new, oh, I love this. By what? A new and a living way that he opened through the curtain, that is, through his flesh. So there is a new way. If any man be in Christ Jesus, if any man be in Christ Jesus. If any man be in Christ Jesus. But you are still living in your old ways. Which, which Christ came into you? Which of the Christ? Because I, I recently saw another Messiah on a billboard. On the way to, on, on the way to Ojobi. You've seen it. Some big billboard, and they've written the Messiah. What's what's his name? Oh, oh, those who live who be traveling around, and they've written the Messiah. Maybe that Messiah is the one you received. But if you receive Christ, you are a new creation. Certainly. Your old is gone. Your old is gone. You no longer attend meetings at Ghanaman's time. GMT. But you attend meetings at Greenwich Meridian time. Your old is gone. When we want to speak power, we say, I'm a new creation. I'm born of God. I'm born of the Holy Ghost. Has the Holy Ghost ever been late? So where does this attitude of your lateness come from? The whole ghost. Not the Holy Ghost. It came from the whole ghost. Maybe, maybe if you are not lucky, you did not even get the whole one. You got the Sega Kope one. You see? So there is a need for us to respond to the change. There is a need for us to respond to the change. 
Change is coming, change is coming. Change has come. Still go to ministries, they are all it. Where is the change? Change is coming, change is coming, change is coming. Change has come. Have, are you experiencing the change? We called for change. And Jesus came. We called for it. On the altar, when you lifted your hands and said, God, unto you I give my life, you were calling for change. And Jesus came. Have you responded to the change? Well, you used to have a waist trainer like I did. Throwing your waist at all times. You have stopped. Your waist is not stable. That's okay. That's okay. First change. What about the other changes? You had never fasted before. There is a change. Have you fasted after the change? You have never been to church on time before. There is a change. Do you not come to church on time? You've never received the Holy Ghost. There is a change. Have you now received the Holy Ghost? You've never played a part in church. There is a change. Do you now play a part in church? You just come and sit as a spirit. There's only one thing that you don't need to play a part if you are going to watch a football match. But even at the gate, you play your part. You pay cash. You are part of a church and you just come and sit and watch like a spectator. Even when they say pray, you are watching. Instead of praying, you are watching them. You hear wind at your back. Pain at your front. Instead of you focusing on the service, you are focusing on what is happening in the service. There is a change. Have you responded to the change? God, 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 God never asked any of you to come and sing for him. He never did. If he did, you have to confess. Charles, did God ask you to come and sing for him? You knew you had a good voice and you knew that it was God who was giving you the voice. So you used the voice to serve him, right? Right? Am I right? But there, there, there is a chorister. She came to church. Everything here was showing. They gave her a microphone. I said, take the microphone. It's not mounting the pulpit. After that, I have not seen her in church. Whether she will come or she will have a service. You, you, you stand half naked. And you, you are bold enough to come and show your nakedness on puppets. Change has come. Did you really change? Did you change? So if, if, if at, at a point change, change has come, you are half naked here. What about the time you were, you are not changed? about that time you, you, you come to church you sit and you are in trouble because if somebody is passing they will sit next to your dress 
next to your drawers. The Englishman calls it panty. We call it drawers. Why do you put yourself in such trouble? So if at the time change has come, you are new in your new creation life, it's next to your drawers. What about your old life? Life in the presence of God is exceptionally different. Exceptionally. January to, where are we? April. Are we in April? Today is April what? 15th. So April, we, we exactly halfway April, right? January till now, you've never read a chapter of scriptures. When change had not come, you were like me, you never read the scriptures. Change has come, you are still not reading the scriptures. Which kind of change is this? Is it a negative or a positive change? Because both are changes. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. I'm a new creation. You know that song, but you won't sing. Sing it for me. Could you try, 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 try? It's in that song. I'm born a winner, born of the Holy Ghost. I'm a heir of the kingdom. You are filled with the Holy Ghost. And your attitude is like a demon ghost. Charles is briefing the song to his. Charles, you cannot sing today. We can't talk. We are not going microphone. Charles, very skilled. Give me the microphone. Let me give it to Charles. Charles, come, 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 come. Come, come. Come, repentance has come. Come, come. Come. Come, 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 come. Oh, Betty. I'm gonna dance and praise him, the greater one. Lives inside of me. His name. The greater one lives where? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Hold, hold on. I love the party. So, so hold on. The greater one lives inside of you, right? Yes. So you carry the greater one to a late commission. Is, is, is that the thing? The greater one lives where? Oh, no, 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 no. I want to hear you. The greater one lives where? Okay. So we are waiting for you to bring the greater one. And you brought him late. It's like the case of Martha. I say, Lord, if you have been here, my brother wouldn't have been dead. Can I tell you something? You have saved a lot of situation in church that you don't know. You came to church. An unbeliever sat by you. And by your attitude, she believed. I said, ah, I need her God. I need his God. He came without belief. But 
saw you in another realm. Just by sitting by you. Your smile as you worship. Or your demeanor as you gave him praise. Sometimes there are some people in church when it's worship time. And you watch them, you can lose your faith. Hey, you can lose your faith. It's worship time and he has given it a venture. Listen to this beautiful song. I'm gonna dance and praise him. And he's dead. Could, could you sing the song for me? Try, try. Everybody, lift your hands and let's praise him then. It doesn't matter what comes Thank you, brother. If if a first time I is sitting by you, say ah. Am I? Where, where am I? Where, 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 where? There are some two who will not give brain say. But yes, it's so nice. Cruz, let's go. Let's go. church. 
Some of you, when we look at your face when we are preaching, we can't preach oh, because you are like a lion who has open his teeth. No, don't be a lion in church. Don't be. Which animal smiles? Which one? Who? Hyena. Didn't cry. Ah, Jesus smiles. Let's, 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 let's put a certain order in service that motivates somebody's will to, and bring the person to God without the person struggling. Do you know that some of you are the reasons why some people did not receive healing in church? The anointing attracts. So you must attract. Most of you, ladies who sell, now watch me. You went to you went to the market to sell. You place yourself, you, you set up everything. Two hours, they are not buying so. Who will come? Let me give you the secret. The first two hours you were not making money. Eh? Let me give you the secret. The latter glory shall be greater. Know that the people God have lined, they are coming, and when they, when they start coming, it's like they are on a conveyor. But the moment you frown and the first person who is supposed to activate the glory passes, that is it for the day. That is it. There are women here, when your, your husbands are coming home, they are thinking, what would his face be like? What would her face be like? Hey, 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 today, today, what, how would you, are you a lion? Are you a lion? I, I, I want you to help me, are you a lion? We will cast the lioness out of you. No, no, you are a help mate. There, there are some of the men here, when it's time for you to come home, your children are run, they are running to their bedroom. Your wife is confused. He doesn't even know how to serve your, your food. Which kind of new life did you receive? Are you a terminator? In his presence, there is the fullness of joy. There's a way we live in Christ. You are responding to everything. There are some of you, you can never be asked to stand on the pulpit. Not because you cannot sing. You're dressing. You're, you're dressing. You are, you are either half naked or half shaped. You, you know you are gifted. And you fit the gifting into a tube. There's a life in Christ that wins. There's a life in Christ that wins. Some of the life in Christ, they are a disturbance to yourself. You might not know. The one I don't want to talk about, cry, because it does, a believer must not have it. It's called a lying tongue. No, don't lie. Don't lie. There's one thing 
my father did to us that helped our life. Tell my father the truth. You don't have problem. Hey, do the worst thing. When you see my father coming, when he passes around to you, daddy, hey, today I did this, this, this. Tap you. That's okay. But you lie one thing. He wrote his photo. He says, truth stands. Lie dies. Truth stands. Lies dies. A lying tongue. The word of God says, death and life, I think Proverbs 10, 22, is in the power of the tongue. Death and life. Go go that scripture for me. I want to know exactly where it is. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. If you want to look for a scripture, I don't know where you take it is. You type, go to Google, you type Bible, and you type death and life is in the power of the tongue. It will show you exactly where the scripture is. So tell me where the scripture is. Congregation, tell me, help me. Proverbs 18.25, thank you for your love. 18, 18.21, I have pastors in the church. We are saved. It, it says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat its fruits. Now let me show you what this scripture means. It's a very dangerous scripture. It's a very dangerous, too dangerous a scripture. Now watch this. On the tongue of an unbeliever lies death because of lies. On the tongue of a believer lies life because of truth. Are you following? So what did Jesus say? John 6, 63. What did Jesus say? He, he made a split. Why Jesus says, I am the truth. He says, I am the truth. John 6, 63. Come up, come up, come up. He tells us that the words that we speak, they are spirit and they are life. John chapter 6, verse 63 says, it is the spirit who gives life. The flesh is not help at all. Now watch this. It's the Holy Ghost who gives what? Life. So if I'm a man without the Holy Spirit, I cannot speak life. What will lie on my tongue is what? Death. So life in the presence of God is full of what? Life. Jesus says, I am the truth. And he says, the words that I have spoken unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Can you give me the scripture? The words that I have spoken unto you, they are spirit and they are life. And watch this. He, the word spirit is small s, not in reference to the Holy Ghost, but spiritual forces in action. Spiritual forces in action. So the believer speaks fire. The unbeliever speaks death. I hope somebody is catching up. So the life of a believer springs forth life, not death. It doesn't matter whether you decree life or not. There is life in your words. There is life. Look, when we talk about life, we are not talking about a dead man just telling the dead man, come on. And he comes up. No, 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 no. 
You see, every situation you encounter, he has given you the opportunity to speak life to that situation. So if the situation is dead, you speak life, it comes to life. Now, if the situation is already having life, you speak life, and there's life abundance. There's overflow in your mouth. Romans 10, 8, it says, for the word is near you. It's in your mouth. The word of life. It's in your mouth. It's in your mouth. A lying tongue is a killing tongue. A lying tongue is a killing tongue. Look, men and women, watch me. If you went sleeping with somebody and your wife or your husband catch you, don't lie. Even that, don't lie. Oh, baby, I did one. For, forgive me of my foolishness. Can you help me pray? Tell the person that, let, let the person even divorce you, you are better. You made that, don't lie. Tell the truth. Don't lie and go to jail and die in jail a sinner. Tell the truth, die a believer. After all, we are here for just a little while. If the truth, if, if the lie will sustain you here and destroy you after you shed off the body, you didn't do anything good to yourself. Tell the truth. A lying tongue can kill nations. A lying tongue can destroy nations. A lying tongue can wipe a family. A lying tongue is not of the presence of God. I'm a carrier of the Holy Ghost. I'm a carrier of God's power. Therefore, my actions must be the actions of the Holy Ghost. My doings must be the doings of God, not of a man. You went into a meeting and there was something that happened at the office and they all make a decision that when we ask, we are going to say it this way. It doesn't mean you should also say it that way. It doesn't mean. Well, if they did not ask you, fine. But if they ask you, you have to say it the way it is. Say it. Let them lay all of you work off. There's a better job arranged for you. Because whenever you triumph over the devil, angels come to worship. A lion tongue. destroys lives. And I in tongue. Back to Hebrews 10, verse 21. Go to verse 20, verse 21. And that's where we end the message. Verse 21. And since we have a great 
priest over the house of God. Verse 22, the last verse. Let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us come near with a clean conscience. Let us come near with a clean conscience. A clean conscience. Don't come to church and, and keep thinking that, is God angry with me? He's not angry with you. Even, even when you are late, he's not angry with you. Even when you sin, God is not angry with you. But he wants you to realize that what you did was wrong. And that you will not do it again. Come to him with a clean and a clear conscience. Knowing that he is God. He's ever ready for you. And like I said, God has never been late. And he will never be late. He will never be late. If God has never been late and will never be late, why are we always late? Service begins at 7. And you come in at 7 1, you are late. Now, I want to tell you if God decides to, to be late to your occasion one minute. I want to tell you what it is. Pick your phones and open a calculator. Pick your phone, open your calculator. I want to tell you, I want to show you one minute of God's time. One minute. Now, hear this. A day in God's sight it's a thousand years on earth, right? It's a thousand years on earth, right? One day in God's sight. It's one thousand years on earth, right? How many days are there in a year? 365 in one year, right? So type 365. And type 365. Multiply it by 1,000. So you have 365,000. Am I right? How many hours are there in a day? 24. So in God's, in God's sight, one day is 365,000 days here on earth. So divide what you have, 365,000 by 24. 15,200, that is one day of God. One hour of God. One hour of God is 15,200 days on earth. Now, one hour is how many minutes? 60 minutes. Divide it by 60. So 200 and 253 days on earth is one minute to God. So if you are late for God, one minute, the things you are asking for will wait for 353 days. You are not happy. 
When you are two minutes late, now multiply it by 10 for me. Two thousand five hundred and thirty-four. When you are ten minutes late, ten minutes late is more than eight years. Your request will wait for eight years, brother. Look at me. Don't joke with God. These are things we don't know. Thank God, thank God, and I'll cut this as a short tip and circulate it that you understand. Now, if you are one hour late, multiply what you have by six. That's 10 minutes by six. If you are one hour late, 15,200 divided by 365, 365. If you are one hour late, you have 42 you have 42 years to wait i wept when i had this simple understanding about god i wept one hour late 42 years so if you are looking for a baby and you have to, you are at the time of conception, so 25 years, and you have to wait for 42 years, 62 years, 60, 60 what, seven years. When you are 67 years, you're already at monopause. Acts 17, verse number 30. In the days of ignorance, God overlooked. But now he commands all men everywhere to repent. And I know that from this day we'll see a different life. We'll see a different life. Let's bow down our heads and talk to God according to the message. I don't need to tell you anything. We know ourselves better. Talk to God. Please talk to God. Talk to God. You know yourself better. Talk to him. There is healing in his wings. He says, I am the God that healeth thee. I sent forth my word and I heal all diseases. Talk to God. Talk to him. We know you've been blessed. You can fellowship with Zoe Outreach Embassy in any of our branches. For further enquiries, kindly call plus I'm